Okay, hi ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 3 of the Daniel Let's Plays uh, Super PlayStation Smash Brothers All-Stars for the PS Vita, the Super Smash Brothers ripoff for the PlayStation Vita in which uh, various different PlayStation characters fight each other in a Super Smash Brothers kind of way. Uh, when last we left off the story, I was uh, coming to terms with the fact that the difficulty is way too low. So I just win easily and there's no challenge. But also, this is kind of uh, not that interesting, I don't think, from an audio-only perspective. Like, I've been thinking about playing visual novels, where the, basically the gameplay is a story is being described to me. Uh, and, and I, that's what I'm, that's what the content of my podcast would be, a visual novel story that I would be sharing with you. There's nothing here for you at all in this gameplay. It's just, oh, I've killed Nathan Drake, oh, I've killed Kratos, I'm not that interested in this game, I don't know who this is and I've killed them. There's nothing, there's no, no, no content here. Let's just keep on going though. Because maybe we'll get to the end and there'll be a big glove, like in uh, Super Smash Bros. 64. Here's hoping I fight a big glove, or a big four-armed monster called Goro, or whatever his name is. Let's see what happens next in a Super PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Uh, great. Okay, next I'm fighting Sackboy, Parappa the Rapper, and Toro the Cat, I think from Tearaway. Uh, items on, hazards on, three-minute timed, FFA. Sackboy, the Sackboy robot is green? Oh, is he on my team? I think, I think it's me and Sackboy versus everyone else. Okay, Stowaways, the Uncharted map. So we're in the Uncharted level, which is like a cargo ship, a big cargo ship. There's Sackboy, there's Parappa the Rapper. There's the cat, I guess, from t Torn Away. How will I know if, um... Oh, no, I'm damaging Sackboy. I don't think he's on my team. Why was his, uh... Why was his... Uh, profile different? Is it hit that his... Maybe his robot is a better robot than the others. Like, maybe he's the guy to look out for. We'll see how well he does. If he does better than everyone else, then I'll know what that weird symbol meant. And it didn't mean he was on my team, it meant that he's super strong. Oh, there's an item I might try picking up. I've, oh, I just double-tacked the screen, so I accidentally picked it up. Oh, it's like a rail gun I just shot everyone with. Ah, um, oh, god damn it! How the fuck did that happen? I tried to use my super attack, and I just missed everyone from, from shooting point-blank. Oh, I've been forgetting to dodge this whole time. Yeah, we're in a big cargo ship. The action keeps on moving around. Um, uh, I'm going to try. Come on. Yes. Oh, shit. Fuck, man. Two for one. This two for one. I just killed two people with one level one super attack. And now I'm going to try and get this tearaway cat. Oh, God damn it! It dodged out of the way. Maybe that's why I suck. Because everybody else is dodging and I'm not. It's like goddamn Dark Souls. Everyone's dodging or parrying, and I'm. Oh, I mean, I dodge a dodge a whole lot in Dark Souls, but I never parry. I never learned to parry. I mean, I can parry like one in every ten hits. Well, that's not enough. I just killed Sackboy. Um, I'm just hitting with my sword. I'm not using any fun moves or anything. It's like all I do is I hit with my sword. Oh fuck! I just got killed by Parappa the Rapper. 
I'm spawning all the way over here. Okay, the action is moved to the outside. Oh! In the background, that's interesting. Uh, there's the... What is it? The lark or something from... Um, uh, from... Uh, what you call it? What's that game with the big daddies and the little sisters? Oh my god. I just wasted a level one attack. Um, you know the game. Uh, Bioshock. There's the that, the lark from Bioshock 3. I think it's called the lark. Or the songbird or whatever. You know the one. Uh, this is this is harder. I think the difficulty is ramping up a little. I mean, I got killed for the first time. I'm like way over here. This is so floaty. Like I, it's just the action takes me wherever it takes me. And all I do is get taken there. I don't even know if it's possible. Is it possible to fall off this course, even though we're hanging out the back of an open cargo carrier? Man, I must be doing real shit, because it's been... Oh, here we are. I got a level 1 attack, and I'm going to use it on... Someone! Oh, I killed someone! I killed Sackboy for the second time, so maybe his... There's no point in me doing anything, because time's up. Maybe his bot level is, uh... Is not higher. Uh, okay, yeah, his kills are zero, his deaths were three. So he did worse out of everybody. Maybe his bot was the weakest, and that's what that symbol meant. Um, one interesting thing that's happening is that there is, like, a crazy crossover happening in the backgrounds here. Because we're in Nathan Drake's um, cargo carrier ship environment, but in the background there's a character from Bioshock flying around. So it's like, oh, something interesting's happening in the background. I guess the sim a similar thing happened in Parappa the Rapper, some kind of gigantic mech uh, was firing stuff around. So maybe that Raiden character really is the Raiden character from um, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. Is Raiden from Metal Gear Solid 2? It didn't look like the Raiden I know and love. The blonde-haired child soldier. Who's 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 uh, naked adventures through the underground oil base? Uh, uh, the stuff of uh, so much entertainment for me. I really love Metal Gear Solid Two. It's the kind of thing where I played it first, and um, the whole time I was thinking, because you start on that ship right and you're sneaking around you're putting people to sleep and then you start seeing oh the lalalilolo and then the rexes the metal the metal gears they show up inside that big cargo ship and then it's like the end of that mission and then all of a sudden you're not playing snake anymore you're playing this raiden character and you're breaking into these this sort of oil, these two big oil rigs these two big, like, cylinders out in the middle of the ocean. And I played through... When I first played that game, I played through the whole, like, cylinder one, cylinder two, everything, thinking that the mission was going to end at the end of it, and then I was going to go to a different location. But no, the entire game is in the one location, and it's just going to different areas of the same location. And that was kind of a, a surprise for me. In a weird in a weird way. Not necessarily in a good way. It wasn't until I went back and I replayed it and I knew fully what I was expecting and what I was in for uh, that I think I fully appreciated the game. Not to say that that first play playthrough wasn't fantastic, because it was. It's a good game. 
Uh, I also finished it in about 15 hours, the whole thing. I didn't do well. I didn't do any of the pacifist runs that you can always do in those Metal Gear Solid games. I'm pretty sure you can always go through the whole game without uh, killing any non-bosses. Is that true? You can tranquilize people. The fact that the game gives you that option, it's like your own super hard mode that you can do. I really appreciate that. Um, obviously, I, th- I think it's a little bit of a cliche now, like with the whole Undertale pacifist, like that's the, ho- that's the whole point of the game, I think. Uh, but the Metal Gear Solid self-imposed pacifist runs for like moral reasons are something I quite enjoy, and the fact that it's kind of set up like that. But yeah, I finished the whole thing in like 15 hours, and then I got Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, I think I rented it from the video shop uh, at, th- at the time, and... Uh, and it was like, I think it was like seven bucks a night, because the video games are always absolutely exorbitant. Uh, because video games are so expensive when you buy them new that obviously the shop is worried that you'll buy a game, finish it, give it back. Uh, so they make it like, so you're you're spending like tons and tons of money. It might even have been more than seven bucks a night. Uh, and so I thought, ah, oh, I'll finish Metal Gear Solid 3 in one night, and I'll get it back. I'll do the thing that I think that they were worried I was going to do. Uh, not realising that Metal Gear Solid 3, I think, is way, way longer than 2. Like, it, it started taking me, like, oh, it was up to, like, 30 hours or something when I finally... I, I don't know. Maybe even more than that. Who knows? But, yeah, it took goddamn ages to finish 3. I've only ever finished Metal Gear Solid 3 once. I finished 1 a couple times, like, once when I was a much younger kid, uh, and then once when I had finished and loved Metal Gear Solid 2, I went back to 1 and I played through 1 and I really enjoyed it. Had the, a lot of the same kind of, like... Uh, yeah. It's stuff. Weirdness. That there is all over 2. Um, and then I finished 3. And then I've never played any of the Metal Gear Solid games after or... Uh, yeah, after that. I played a little bit of the very first one and was amazed to find it that it's basically the same kind of game, just massively, massively, massively uh, visually different, obviously, because it's on such a different platform, but the same, I don't know, presentation, the same themes, the same stuff. Yeah. Um... So, hey, I think I've, I've padded the end of this episode out. I think I talked about Metal Gear Solid for as long as I played uh, PlayStation All-Stars, Super Smash Bros. Uh, Battle Royale. But, hey, that's not a bad thing, I don't think. Did I start with a point? Oh, my point was I don't I don't recognise the Raiden character. If it is Raiden, the, uh, the blonde, white, child soldier... Uh, from Metal Gear Solid 2, whose butt you see and who... Oh, that's what I was going to say. That part of the end of the game, Metal Gear Solid 2, I love that when I'm naked and I get the sword. Uh, And it's always like... It's quite... um, There's... I think there's like a whole... Like you could make a whole like list of shooting games where you get a sword and the sword is like a super-powered weapon. Uh, where, like, you've been firing, uh, you know, greasy, horrible machine guns all through the game. You've been, like, killing these these grunts and mowing down bosses, and you've got, like, rocket launchers and, uh, and you know, uh, 
whatever that stinger missile is and you know you got all this crazy this arsenal and then like towards the end of the game you get a sword and it's like oh this incredible katana and it's like the game really buffs the sword up for you uh i think there's like a whole i'm pretty sure i've seen that a couple times now don't ask for examples because i can't think of any except for metal gear solid 2 but it's i think it's done really well where you're like, I have to use the sword now. And then they give you your guns back. And by that point, you get used to using the sword. Because it's also quite like, you have to use the right analog stick of the PlayStation 2 controller to swing the sword around. It's actually kind of like, it takes a little bit of finesse. I, I remember. Uh, it, so you're not good at it at first. And you're always just getting shot. And you're like, oh, this sword sucks. Oh, this is no good. But it kind of makes you play with it a bit. And then once you get good with the sword, you're like, ha-ha, all these guys with machine guns, they don't know what's about to happen. Hi-yah, hi And you're just, like, getting them, getting them, getting them, and it's great. So that's a that's an interesting mechanic of the game, which I really enjoy. And also, your naked Raiden running around with a sword. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. I don't know if he has the sword at the same time as he is naked. Oh, and that's at the same time when the colonel is doing the whole thing that he does. You know the thing he does? Um, yeah. So I, I remember that part of the game being like, what the fuck? And I, I would have been like 16 when I was playing this, I think. 16 or 17. So obviously if you're a 16 or a 17-year-old, then that that whole everything, all the shit that happens towards the end of that game is like, oh, yeah, this is so cool and intelligent. Oh, yeah, it's really fucking with me. Mm, it's like a film. Oh, but like a crazy film where like weird stuff's happening. Um, yeah, but I have enough good memories of that time and that stage in my life where it's it's still good to remember. Uh, okay. Well, goodbye, everyone. I'll tune in next time. I fight more characters I don't care about with a character that I kind of care about in this Super Smash Brothers clone. Bye. Off white, off night, cookies and cream. Ooh, ooh, that's that big drip.